my property richer Everybody love him We done came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox They don't feel the name but they say the music dope dope Everybody love him We done came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox On the regular Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode 117. It is quote unquote super wildcard weekend. Jake, happy Friday. How's it going? It's 2021 and we're here to carry. It's doing well. I'm excited <laughs> for this weekend. Best weekend of the sporting calendar, I believe. Um, other than March Madness. When that first weekend goes on, there's a bunch of games going off. Uh, but we have NFL football, college national championship. How it, it, can't, it, it can't get any better than that. So I'm excited for this weekend and these games too, which yeah, are going to be really good. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Uh, Wildcard weekend is always a fun time to watch football especially if you're a diehard football fan uh, no matter if your team is in or it's out these games are always great great, great fun to watch um, and like Jake said these are some really good games um, and we'll talk about them in a little bit but let's first talk about uh, something that came out today actually it was the fir- uh, it was the all pro selection for the first team um, and we'll just put it out there right now the most important selection of them all is Fred Warner linebacker for the 49ers um, you know, we got some all 49ers fans. I already posted that on our Instagram. Um, all Pro Fred has been a trend since last season, pretty much. And then all offseason, spreading it around and everything like that. Jake can, you know, attest to that every single Sunday. Fred Warner making huge plays on the defense, doing his thing. Um, and, yeah, well-deserved. Voted in as an All Pro this year. Jake, what are your thoughts on him? Absolutely. It was a great thing to see when he woke up this morning that he was an All Pro after all the – prior campaigning we have done for him to be an all-pro um he is the best cover linebacker in the nfl that's easily stated he's basically a safety who plays linebacker um and he's just he's 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 the second best or best inside linebacker linebacker middle linebacker in the nfl and he was a third round pick which means good job to the niners scouting staff and the front office for finding that uh, for knowing that he would be good in the third round, and he's been one of their best picks in their whole entire tenure outside of Kittle. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, he's been great. Um, you fucking love to see it, especially on the defensive side. So, yeah, congrats to Fred Warner. Uh, let's go over the list, uh, starting with the offense. Um, you can you know disagree, you can agree, you can put in whatever out input you want. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers was picked as the quarterback. Um, I think he should be MVP this year as well. Uh, 41 in... 41 touchdowns, three interceptions this whole entire season. I think I think it was well actually deserved. 48 and five. 48 and five. Yep. Even better with three rushing um, touchdowns. But, I think. So it was all correct. 51 total touchdowns. I mean, that's pretty good as a quarterback. So congrats to him. Derek Henry being the number one uh, running back uh, voted in. 
Um, he ran for 2,000 yards. Yeah, he was the best running back this year. There wasn't a lot of 1,000-yard yeah, rushers. He, um, yeah, there was either uh, – they were, like, low-end thousands, yeah, like 1,200 or, like, 1,100, but not all of, like – before he had, <coughs> we had year prior where people when there were a bunch of people who were rushing for fifteen hundred yards, yeah. multiple top five rushers with fifteen hundred yards. But um, and that could be due to this year for that not happening due to COVID. And there's a lot of running backs that were on the COVID list. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Derrick Henry being the number one pick, uh, Travis Kelsey being the best tight end uh, this year, another record broken, uh, breaking uh, George <coughs> Kittle's uh, prior. Uh, tight end receiving record uh congrats to him Devontae adams being uh, the number one receiver here Stephon diggs tyree kill uh those three receive uh, those three uh run out uh, the receiving core um uh, for the offensive line uh david bakhtiari uh, he won't be uh, he's out for the season uh the packers will be without him at the left tackle position jack conklin at right tackle from the browns quentin nelson one of the best instant one of the best interior linemen in the game right now um, for the Colts, uh, Brandon Sheriff at right guard, and then Corey Lindsley for the Packers at center. Um, for defense, um, not much surprise here. You would think you you know who would deserve it, right? T.J. Watt for the Steelers, I think the leading sacker in the league. Uh, Miles Garrett for the Browns at edge, both at edge. Um, Aaron Donald at uh, obviously. Uh, he, I think he was one of two who were voted unanimously. I can't even speak. It was him and Travis Kelsey at their positions. And uh, my guy, uh, DeForest Buckner for the Colts, uh, another all-pro nod uh, for him. Um, Like we said, Fred Warner at the linebacker position, Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard, um, Xavier Howard, who led the league in interceptions this year at cornerback, Jalen Ramsey at corner as well, Tyron Matthew at safety, Micah Fitzpatrick at safety, and also Buda Baker from the Cardinals at safety. Um, for special teams, you have Jason Sanders, kicker, uh, Jake Bailey from the Patriots, Gunnar Ozleski as the punt returner, um, Greg Odom as a special teamer, and then Morgan Cox as a long sniper. And then Jake, uh, you tweeted about this guy earlier in the morning. I have not much mentioned his name, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. Why don't you go ahead and say who it is? Yeah, so one of the most shocking twists in my NFL watching and stat collecting life. I figured out that today, since Cordell Patterson's name to the first team All Pro for kick returns, that he is a seven-time All Pro. Yeah, it's pretty insane, right? <laughs> and he, you could say, you can make the argument that he is a bust. He was drafted as a receiver, and he's not a receiver. He's a running back. But is he a bust? I don't know. I don't know if he's a bust I mean, or he's people, a bust. I mean, we've seen people, you know, make their names out of the kick returning process, punt returning process, Devin Hester uh, being one of them, Cordell Patterson being the next guy you would think, right? Um, bust at the position, at the wide receiver position? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You could say that. But he's not at a bust. At the kick returner? He's the, one of the greatest of all at, time. At the, yeah. At the kick returner position? Oh, my God. All time, one of the best, right? We've seen it, I think, what? Uh, 108 yard kick return, 110 kick yard return, if I, or uh, nine kick yard return. I mean, the guy's insane. Um, and he will be playing in the playoffs, and we'll talk about him later. But yeah, uh, that rounded out uh, the first team all pro selections. Um, obviously, you still have what the second team to come out um, later on. 
yeah. But yeah, well, let's talk about it. We've t- we've we've held off long enough, in which we will talk about well the first games. Um, for those who don't know, obviously uh, the NFL did expand the playoffs this year to seven teams. Uh, only the first uh, seed getting the buys um, in both the NFC and the AFC. Uh, added another wild card team to the mix, so we get three games each day six total a lot of football oh, excuse me geez and let's talk about the first game of super wild card saturday which is the indianapolis Colts at this Colts at the seventh seed against the second seed buffalo bills i think that's wrong i'm pretty sure the bills are favored by six and a half i think i put that out wrong but yeah the bills are currently favored uh, by you no know, by a touchdown i'll say that um, my first question that both Jake and I can ask is that can Indy's defense, one of the top defenses in the league, will they be able to stop Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Jake? I won't go as far as saying stop. Can they limit the offense? Because you're not going to stop a great offense. It's it's shown time and time again that, especially in the last couple of years, that great offense beats great defense. Great offense beats great defense um but the colts if the colts get pressure and can handle you know josh allen from escaping the pocket and making moves on the run then they have a shot but i just think the bills are just way too overpowered and i just think josh allen's he's a top five quarterback for me um i put him in the i think he's probably the third best quarterback in the nfl right after rogers and mahomes um so and I just don't think you can stop a quarterback who's great um, fully. You can hope to contain him, but fully stop him, I don't think so. I just think they have too much firepower. I, I, I can definitely see that happening, obviously. Yeah, like I definitely agree that greater offenses have now we've seen be able to create better defenses. You know, with the mantra being that uh, defense wins championship. I mean, you can now start to say that offenses, you know, might have a better chance than the NFL now. Uh, definitely agree with that. I think the one thing that the Bills, I'm not the, uh, what Indy can do. I think what uh, what the the game will come down to is the amount of turnovers that happen in this game. Uh, we've obviously seen uh, Josh Allen time and time again uh, when he is a runner, when he establishes himself as a runner. We've seen him get upended. He fumbles the ball um, when he's a runner. Um, can the Colts obviously be able to, you know, capitalize on those turnovers. That's that's the main thing I think with Indy specifically. Um, obviously, Philip Rivers being their um, their quarterback, they do have a really good run game with Naheem Hines, um, Jonathan Taylor. Let's see other running backs that I can't remember his name. Um, but and then but there's receiver wise rookie receiver um, Michael Pittman Jr. And then you have Ty, uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton on that side. Uh, I think for the Colts to limit the bills it's going to be it's going to be a matter of, of controlling the game for them and then like i said being able to create the turnovers on defense um and then capitalize on those opportunities um obviously the colts were my pick to make it to the playoffs they did um and like i said philip rivers is their quarterback obviously he signed a two-year contract this is his first year with the colts do you see this being Philip Rivers' last game if they lose, Jake? Yeah, I think he's going to retire after this season. Um, great career. Um, 
you hope they can get to a Super Bowl because he deserves to be in a Super Bowl. But I just think that his time's going to come short and his, his playoff run's going to end this weekend. But if they do win, that would be pretty cool. But I just don't think they will. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, so uh, for our picks, I'm taking the Bills. Um, don't think it will be a blowout. I think it will be a pretty close game. So with this minus six and a half, um, kind of iffy. But I think it will be a lot closer game than people think it will be, I guess. Jake, who are you, think, who are you taking? Taking the Bills, and I think it will be close. But in the fourth quarter, the Bills will pull away. And I think they win by double-digit points. Okay. Perfect. Well, let's move on to the second game of the Saturday slate, in which is the six-seed Los Angeles Rams versus third-seed Seattle Seahawks. As of right now, the Seahawks are favored by three points. Uh, that being the division, both teams being the division, we're obviously more familiar with them, right? Um, one being is that the Seahawks defense all season long has been absolute dog shit. Um, I think they were averaging, they were letting up about 28 points per game. But in the last five or so six games the defense has stepped up. i think it's a stat they've really been over they've really only been giving up an average of about 12.6 points a game that's a huge turnaround specifically going into the playoffs um their defense is like i said been stepping up and with that the defense should have a big day one being is that jared goff did break his thumb uh, week 16, he did have surgery on his throwing hand. Um, so that's a that's a huge, huge um, kind of red flag, or you could say indicator on how the Rams offense is going to do, and then if the Seattle Seahawks can take care of that. Do you think how big of a factor is this broken thumb, Jake? What what, do you, what are your thoughts on it? It's a pretty big factor. Anytime you have a thumb that's broken on your uh... Non-thrown hand? Is it non or it's his throwing hand? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's his throwing hand. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. His throwing hand. Anytime you have a broken finger or you know a thumb, which is a big part of your hand and gripping the ball, it's going to be tough. So he may be a little bit... But we're not sure if he's starting this game or not. He's questionable. You would think he would play, but you're not 100% sure yet. Um <laughs> But yeah, he's gonna be kind. Of, I think he's gonna be a little bit. What's the word? It, oh, a little bit impacted because of this. But as we get into the picks, I think. I think he's gonna play well. You can you can usually tell if he's gonna be good in a game by like the first drive. If he misses a throw, like oh, he's gonna be bad. If he makes every throw, like okay, he's gonna be pretty good this game. So the main things to see in this game is to see how he plays the first drive of the game. And if he plays well, then he's going to have a good game. If he doesn't, then, you know, he's going to struggle today or tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's Jared Goff, right? I mean, he'll, obviously we've seen how he how he can play really, really well, and then he can have a really off game. Um, so it really just relies on him, on how well the Rams are going to play overall. Uh, offensively, that is. I mean, defensively, like I said, they have, they have Jalen Ramsey. They have Aaron Donald, the best defensive tackle in the league. They have... Uh, Leonard Floyd, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. On there, had a career, had a career year with the Rams, um, and then obviously I, I mentioned Jalen Ramsey. Uh, my question is, do you do, do you think he? I think he's followed Metcalf, the 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 
prior to the two past games they've played, do you think he follows him again, or does he follow Tyler Lockett this week? I think he's going to follow Metcalf. I think you put your best corner on their best receiver, and I think Metcalf's your best receiver, and you just have them locked down, and hopefully your other corners can slow down Lockett. Yeah, I agree. I think Metcalf is the Metcalf is the a lot bigger threat. Uh, once the ball is in his hand, he can really do anything. Um, not saying that Tyler Lockett is not a bad receiver, but I think Metcalf is the much bigger threat uh, in the passing game. Well, let's move on to our picks. I mean, you were kind of alluded to it already, Jake. Who are you taking in this game? There's always an upset in wild card. There's always an upset. I don't know which game is going to be an upset, but for some reason, I'm taking the Rams this game to beat the Seahawks. I just know there's going to be an upset a lot of people don't see coming. And I think a lot of people think with Goff with a broken thumb that the Rams probably don't have a shot in this game. But I just think the Rams, I just don't trust the Seahawks. I just think they haven't played pretty particularly well recently. Um, so my upset pick is going to be the Rams this week because there's always an upset. Yeah. Um, so I'm going a different way. Again, I do agree with the upset picks. I surprisingly did not take one this week. Because, uh, again, I do agree that it will happen. I just don't know where. I'm not going to take a chance. But I'm just taking the Seahawks this game. I just don't know how. Um, I think Jared Goff with a broken thumb is going to be a huge factor. The defense is going to capitalize. That's how it's going to go. The Seahawks take the dub. But, yeah, well, let's move on then. Let's move on to the third game of the Saturday Wild Card Weekend, in which it is the five seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the four seed Washington Football Team. Who would have thought? Not me. Um, Washington Football Team, obviously being the home team, the Bucks are still favored by eight points. Um, imagine having a better record, but still having to travel to play a team in the worst division in football. Um, but one thing I kind of put down that I've seen. Uh, this week, and Jake can attest to it. We've watched these games. I know I have. Uh, in which a 7 and 19, we makes it in the playoffs. We've seen some crazy things happen. Uh, one of the craziest things uh, everyone should know about this is the beast quick that happened in Seattle. Uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, defeating the Saints thanks to a Marshawn Lynch touchdown that just totally erupted uh, in Seattle. One of the craziest runs I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I think Jake can agree with that. He's shaking. He's nodding his head, saying yes. Yep. Um, uh, another thing happening: um, Tim Tebow. Uh, people like to call it, uh, the Tebow three sixteen. Uh, the Broncos defeat uh, the Steelers on the first play of OT, thanks to a Tebow slant to Demarius Thomas that he took to the house. Another thing, like Jake says, in which I totally agree, anything can happen during a wild card. Weekend. That's just the that's just the beauty, the beauty of it. I mean, just like Jake says at the beginning of the episode, um, one of the best times to watch football. Not only one of, one of the best times for sports right now is Wild Card Weekend, but also March Madness, in which you know anything can happen, no matter what, no matter what the teams are. Um, but it's the one thing. Obviously, we know how well the Buccaneers are. They have Tom Brady. They have a great run game and, Ron, and Ronald Jones and and Leonard Fournette. Um, I'm pretty sure Mike Evans is hurt. I actually don't. I forgot that he was. I just thought about it now. He did get hurt. He hurt his knee. Don't know if he's going to play this game. Not entirely sure. But obviously, they still have Antonio Brown. They have Chris Godwin. Um, they have uh, Cameron Brait. 
Um, obviously, they have a great defense. Shaquille Barrett's on that team. They have Antoine Winfield Jr. They have Sean Burpee Munting. They have us. They have who some people like the best uh, tandem linebacker core there in Devin White and in what's his name? Jake, do you know? Oh, uh, Devin White Levante and David. David Levante. Yes, David Levante, yeah. I think no, Levante, Levante David. David. Levante Jesus David, Christ. Yeah. Levante David. <laughs> but, yeah, um, obviously that's a pretty high-powered defense. What do you think the football team needs to do this week to have that upset, upset if possible? They have to force a lot of turnovers, and the defense, I think, is going to have to score a touchdown. Um, and also, the last time a 7-9 four-seeded Ron Rivera-led team played against an 11-5, five-seeded Bruce Arians team when Bruce Arians was on the Cardinals and uh, the other guy was on the uh, Panthers. Rivera was on the Panthers. The 7-9 Panthers defeated the 11-5 Cardinals. Oh, shit. Which oh, shit. history might repeat itself, but... In order for that to happen, football team's going to have to score, I think, one touchdown at least and probably force a fumble to have a short field to get another touchdown for the offense because the the red sca- the racial the racial slurs wow. offense, um, pretty shitty. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, obviously, we both love Alex Smith and, you know, yes. should win comeback player of the year. But the offense is a little shaky. Um, I like Antonio Gibson's play. Uh, I, I don't know if – I, I can't forget if he's still hurt or not, but um, I think he played last week, so I think yeah. he should be good. Obviously, they have scary Terry, Terry McLaren out there. Um, but aside from that, it's a little bit iffy on the offensive side on how they'd be able to score points. But I definitely agree. I think, and we've already seen it, Chase Young needs to have a big game. Montez Sweat, edge defenders need to have a good game. Um, They're kind of built like the Niners. I think you can say that was definitely a blueprint in which their defense is somewhat pretty solid. Obviously, we've seen that the football team play against the Niners and they had their way with us. Um, not only uh, producing turnovers, but also scoring, like you said, scoring a touchdown on defense. Um, I definitely 100% agree with what you think the football team needs to do this week. Um, but with my pick, I am taking the Bucks. I think they're just way too overpowered on offense. Um, and again, I think their defense is far more superior than the football team's offense. So it is what it is. Jake, who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I agree. If you have taken the Bucks as well, um, res- the football team <clears throat> just, just doesn't have a good offense. Um, and I'm always worried against picking against Tom Brady because he sometimes he figures it out. And I think the Bucks are going to beat the football team and move on to the divisional playoffs. But a good season for the yeah. football team. Absolutely. Good season for the football team in the shittiest division. But they were the far superior team in that division. So it is what it is, right? So, yeah, that's Wild Card Saturday. Let's move on to Wild, Super Wild Card Sunday. First game of that day being the number five seed Baltimore Ravens versus <laughs> the four seed Tennessee Titans. The Ravens, God, is this right? God, I need to make sure. Sorry. Because if it's not, it's going to piss me off. Well, yeah, the Ravens are favored by minus three. Um, I think they've been favored um, in the past two games that they played as well. Um, so this is a matchup we've seen before. A lots of bad blood amongst this, these two teams. Um, one being that they played in the divisional round last year, in which the Titans take, took that game. 
um, from a MVP season from Lamar Jackson. And then they also took this game uh, this year in the regular season. There's a little scuffle at the middle of the field. Even uh, John Harbaugh got a little into it with, I uh, forget his, uh, who was the cornerback? Oh, uh, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Great first game for Sunday. I can't can't wait to watch it. Um, but I think my, my first question here is, for the Titans specifically, who needs to have a better game, Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill? Jay. Ryan Tannehill does. Because you know Henry's going to be great already. But in order for them to win this game, I think Tannehill's going to have to make a couple throws. Um, and he's been a he's a pretty good quarterback, so I think for them to win this game, in order in order to win this game, the person that needs to have a better game is Tannehill, because I just think Henry's going to have a hundred yards rushing easily. I just up to Tannehill to not turn the ball over and to make smart plays and throw a couple touchdowns to help balance the offense from a heavy run team to you know fifty fifty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I think the. The question here is, what are the Ravens going to be focusing on on offense, right? Uh, and what are they uh, being focusing uh, from a defensive standpoint? Them being, are they going to focus on Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball, or are they more scared of Derrick Henry? Um, obviously, one or the other, one's going to have a better game than the other. Uh, I definitely agree. I think for them to win the game, I think it's going to be relied on Tannehill's arm. We've seen that he's capable of making the big throws. We saw it last week in, uh, against the Colts. Um Making that deep throw, oh, not against the Colts, not against the Colts. I forget who they played, but a massive throw, Texans. Yes, in a cl- pretty close game actually, but uh, yeah, I think it's on Ryan Tannehill's arm, uh, being able to throw it downfield, obviously to either AJ Brown, Corey Davis, um, Jonu Smith, their tight end. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with what you were saying, and that it should be Derrick Henry. Obviously, he's going to be able. It doesn't matter if he's going to have an 80 yard game; it's going to be a. Uh, He's going to be able to earn those yards no matter what. They're going to not shy away from their run game. That's their identity. Run first team, off of play action. When the deep throw is there, they're going to fucking take it no matter what. But, so aside from that, that's the Titans. For the Ravens, do you think Lamar Jackson has it? what it takes to take the crew past the Titans? He hasn't been able to do it. I already stated that he didn't do it last year. And in the divisional run, he didn't do it this year in the regular season. What do you think Lamar Jackson needs to do? for him to take his team to the next level. Right. He's, I mean, Lamar Jackson's going to have to throw the ball because um, I think they're going to try to stop him from running the ball, but it's kind of difficult to do that because he's, you know, the probably the best ever running quarterback. Um, well, I mean, the best ever pl- quarterback who can rush the ball. Um, Michael Vick's up there, but I think he... I just think Lamar Jackson is better for some reason. He's a better um, runner. I'll yeah. say he's a better runner. Michael Vick is a better passer. We've had this discussion before. I yeah. Remember. So in the in the week they played earlier this year, in a week, whatever week this is, week on the 22nd of November. I don't know what week that is. But in that game, Lamar Jackson, 17 for 29 for 186, one TD and one interception. Then running the ball, he had 13 rushes for 51 yards. Um, so they kind of held him in check there. Meanwhile, Tannehill had 259-yard passing, two TDs, one interception, and Derrick Henry had 133 yards rushing and one touchdown. Um, But in order for the Ravens to win this game, they're going to have to stop Henry, which I don't don't think they're going to be able to do. And they're going to have to have Lamar Jackson make some clutch throws, which I don't think he's going to be able to do either because he hasn't proven it yet. But there's a chance he can do it this week. But in in his first two playoff starts, he hasn't been particularly good at all. 
so I just I just don't trust him right now at this moment in time. Uh, but I'm but if he plays well, they have a shot. But he's gonna have to make some throws that I have not seen him make in the playoffs yet. Yeah, we've obviously seen him that he's been great in the regular season. Come playoff time, for some reason, does not click. Um, but yeah, zero two in the playoffs. His first as a rookie against the Chargers didn't do it. Last year against the Titans couldn't take it. Three straight years in the playoffs is pretty nice, but we're gonna be able to. to move past the Tennessee Titans this year. Um, like you said, um, which you probably already alluded to already, I'm taking the Titans. I think I'm safe here for Jake. Jake is also taking the Titans, and we'll leave it at that. That's the first game for Sunday, uh, Super Wild Card Sunday. Let's move on to the second game of that day, and it's the seven-seed Chicago Bears versus the two-seeded New Orleans Saints. The Saints aren't favored right now by minus 10, and it's pretty much the, the Bears – First old man Drew Brees. Um, not only him, Chicago defense looks also tries to stop Alvin Kamara, uh, a guy who can score six touchdowns in a game. Should have scored seven. Um, he's just that good. Did not play in Week 17. Alvin Kamara did not. All running backs were actually all on the COVID list, uh, so they did not all play. So they come back and they play um, in Wild Card Weekend. Do you think Chicago defense can stop Alvin Kamara, Jay? No. I just think he's too high-powered of a player. And, I mean, the Bears can't stop Drew Brees because Drew Brees can't throw. But I think Kamara is just too good and too hard to stop. But I wouldn't be shocked if they do stop him, but it would be kind of a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, uh, the Bears fighting their way into a playoff spot this year, into that seventh spot. Um, we'll see what they can do, right? I feel like their defense is still pretty good. Obviously, if you have Khalil Mack on that defense, your secondary is uh, still somewhat good. Um, another key is that the Saints are – well, Michael, Michael Thomas has been practicing. Will he be available for the game? I think he will be. So that's another thing that the Saint, uh, that the Bears have to take account for is that they can take away a passing game, but – if Alvin Kimmer is just running all over the place, then it's GG's for you. If you take a better running game, that's that's the that's the greatness of having a running back that can not only run the ball, but also be a great pass catcher that you can use him in the passing game as well. So we'll see how that goes. Well, this was a pretty easy game to go over. I mean, I'm taking the Saints in this game. Um, should be a pretty easy game for the Saints, to be honest, in my opinion. Sorry, Gilf. What, Jake, who are you taking? I'm taking the Saints. I just think the Bears are one of the worst teams yeah. to make the playoffs in recent memory. Um, eh. Not sorry, Gilf. Your team's pretty bad. Um, but <laughs> I think the Saints are going to win this game. Uh, I just don't trust Trubisky. I think he's one of the most disappointing first-round quarterbacks we've seen in a while. Not that he's a bust, but he is he's kind a of a bust. But he's not like a bust, he's a bust bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. There's he's levels bust. to busts. There's like Dwayne Haskins, that's a bust bust. Bust, bust, bust. Trubisky's like a I bust. mean, Trubisky, Trubisky can st- he he can play in this league. He he can be a backup. For he, sure, he'll but. be a backup for a decade. He can be he can be a career backup if he wanted yeah, to. But, I mean, why not? So, but I mean, aside from that, I mean, yeah, we're both taking the Saints. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the last game of Wild Card Weekend, and that is another uh, another another uh, game in which teams have already played each other, and that is the six seed Cleveland Browns versus the three seeded. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, as of right now, are a favorite by six points. Um, the Browns have finally made it to the playoffs after 18 long and terrible seasons. Congratulations. Um, we'll see how you guys do. They did split the season series. Uh, the Steelers did take the first game 38-7, to while the Browns got a pretty big lead in Week 17, um, did win the game 24-22. to uh, Pretty close game, but the Steelers were without um, Big Ben. They had Mason Rudolph play. They had uh, Josh Dobbs play a couple of snaps. Um, but, yeah, that is that game. Um, do you think he's going to dance on the Browns logo? He probably will, but I mean, you saw his comments about what they said about him, about what, what, yeah, what he said you, about the Browns. I don't remember. I don't remember. Tell the listeners what he said. I don't remember the quotes verbatim, but he said the Browns are the Browns. I, there's a couple good players, but they're not. They're just the Browns. So I'm hoping that he gets obliterated and they lose. Yeah. So I I have one question here. I kind of put down. What is more superior, the Browns' running game or the Pittsburgh Steelers' passing game? Jake? Running game. Browns' running game, Steelers' passing game. What was the question? What is Which is more superior? Which oh, is better? The Browns' running game. The Browns have, like, they have Nick Chubb, they have Kareem Hunt, who brings a kick to the offense. Taking um, Nick with Kareem. Yeah. They have a they have another guy, I forget his name, Armstead, maybe. Whatever. I can't tell you. Whatever. Um, but the Browns have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL. And the Steelers, Ben Roethlis- Ben Roethlisberger is not a good well, let me, let me let me rephrase that. He's not as good as he once was. And he they don't really throw the ball downfield a lot. Um they did kind of in the week fifth week sixteen. Uh, but for the most part they're throwing it short to Juju and having like after the catch. Um, but yeah, the biggest part, the biggest, the best thing in this game is the Browns offense rushing wise. Really? I'm completely opposite. I think even the big Ben, uh, I mean, you can see that you can still someone throw the, uh, the ball downfield, but I think Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think they're just passing game, which is way, way more superior than the Browns running game. Not saying that the Browns running game is not good. Nick Chubb, great running back, Kareem Hunt good running back and a good pass running back as well pass catching back as well um and that's why i'm taking the Steelers in this game um their passing game i think it's just gonna be a little overwhelming i think their defense is gonna be able to stop um like we've seen this browns uh, running attack and offensive attack as a uh, passing game as well um so that's who i'm taking in this game jake who are you taking in this game i'm taking the steelers and although i said that mm. the... what you're taking the steelers it says here differently Unless you're changing your mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Browns. I just think that the Browns offense. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going. I'm going with the Browns. Screw it. <laughs> I'm going with the Browns. I think the Browns are going to win. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is just. I don't trust them. They're they haven't been playing well down the stretch. Um, but you know, we we will see what happens there. Um, but I'm t- I'm taking the Browns this week to win. Um, although they're going to be out with their guard and a head coach is not going to be there, so it's going to be kind of tough to win. But I think they pull it out somehow, somehow, some way. So I have two oh, three v sixes upsets this week. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You love to see it. Um, but yeah, 
Well, that's uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, just one last question in general, Jake. What is your favorite game that you'll be watching this week? Favorite Obviously, game? you'll be watching them all. Yeah, my favorite what's game. What's your favorite out of them? What's your favorite out of them all? Titans Ravens. I I was literally just about to say the same thing. I think yeah. Titans Ravens should be a really good fun game to watch. Um, and the Colts and Buffalo Bills being second for me. But yeah, um, that's the BA podcast. Uh, thank you for listening to the BA podcast for this year, Coach James with Jake. Episode 117, Super Wild Card Weekend. Please follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on the podcast app and also follow us on the SoundCloud app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. So we do it by 50 times to gain the system. We'll check them from the industry for the past 35 months now. We have Tantra Podcast Worldwide. We will take Tantra Podcast Sports and Recreation. But as you know, we shoot with the stars for the BA Podcast. So you guys Tantra Podcast Worldwide. You do that, we'll give you a high five. It's after today's episode. I saw you in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. I saw you in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Verdonsk. Verdonsk. Bye. Bye. Por que no nos dos? <laughs>